match with Schultzy and he told me to say hello. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, hello everybody. It's a Thursday night, 9 o'clock. Time for the Handicap Rugby Chat. That matters. Well, I've got two guests tonight. One, a fairly familiar face, and I always considered him the hairiest guy or bar a few of the conductors <laughs> session last year. But I've got someone to replace him then. Let me actually start down at the bottom. Many of you will know him from Twitter and on the Good for the Game forum. It's Mondo. Mondo, welcome to the show. We've been talking about it for a while, but great to have you on. Yeah, shit. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't going to load shedding stop me, and then there's no load shedding tonight. So I guess uh, even Eskom wanted me to be on the show. And thanks a lot for having me. It's it's fierce. I've been watching for a good while now. It's like it. Thank you very much. All right. Well, great to have you on. Enjoy interacting with you on Twitter. And then up at the top of our screens, there it's at the Crow Tips, Chris. Great to have you back on the show, mate. You got some winners for us this weekend. Yeah, of course, Brent. We're gonna have a good one. Always good to be with you. Get some winners out there. Talk some rugger. Yeah, looking forward to it. I know I was gonna host the show for you tonight, but I see you made a miraculous return to to the top yeah. spots. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's threatening. I know, I know. But you, you're still the <laughs> you king. Know, it was, um, still the king. It was one of those <laughs> things. I had a school function on, actually a major production, but it finished uh, finished comfortably in time. But I, I wanted. I thought I better make a plan in case I'm stuck in the jolly thing and, and can't get out. But, uh, yeah, well, good to have you both on the show. We'll just say welcome some of the boys in the live chat there. Chris also coming in. Uh, and Fareed, microwave on top of the fridge. Never seen that before. Is that uh, Chris's place there? I see that. <laughs> yeah, there's, Fareed, it's, that it's, it's, there's, there's, the, there's the painting. I've moved uh, Yeah. Yeah, there, there must mix, be some sort up. of a safety safety hazard. But, yes, we'll, we'll kick straight in because we've actually got quite a few games to talk about. I know you guys want to talk. A little bit of Pro D2 semi-finals there as well. But let's get into the Super Rugby. We'll start off tomorrow morning. We've got Moana Pacifica against Crusaders. And you've got a handicap of minus 11 and a total points of 62.5. Now, Chris, I'll start with you here. Um, there was plus 26 and a half Moana Pacifica earlier in the week. Already on Twitter, a lot of the sentiment was for them. And, of course, Crusaders named a much chain side and that handicap just came tumbling down. Um, first of all, were you on any of the early value there? And uh, what do you make of the current lines? No, so unfortunately, I've never, I haven't been in that cadence of looking at early lines. You know me, Brent. I like to get us all information and right up until the game. So, I, but that is those those are the ones you 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 regret missing, of course. But I mean, if Crusaders put out their best side, it's a twenty point cap. I would have capped at twenty, so you're still looking at good value there, maybe. Anyway, um, but. To be honest, I, did, I, did, I didn't even look at this game because Crusaders are doing their Crusaders thing, peaking towards the playoffs. But um, Crusaders, when they change their team, they, they, they're, not, they, they're not the same level. And especially Moanga, especially Avili, get Jordan's back. Um, but Burke, uh, Burke and McLeod are good players in their own rights, but they, they lose cohesiveness. I've, I've, I haven't done well uh, back in Crusaders away in the last two years. Pacifica, not much to talk about them, right? Hammered last week. Um, yes, but yeah. they, if you remember, if you remember, but if you remember, they they took Crusaders all the way in the first half last time in Crusaders. Um, so I'm expecting the same intensity from them again. I don't think they're going to get steamrolled tomorrow. I have checked weather, but New Zealand New Zealand weather report is going to be the death of me. So it'll be raining in the report today. It'll probably be bask and sunlight tomorrow. But if the rain the rain does arrive, that should also probably pop crusaders they'll probably have a better skill set than specific pacifica um so it's the line I, i'm not i don't have a big strong fancy on this with, with the weather around crusaders away team you, you you the value's gone um but i wouldn't be on i wouldn't be on pacifica plus either even with this team right and i must say Mondo, just looking at the boys 
the boys in the live chat there, most of them saying that the current line are actually leaning towards the Crusaders. Uh, did you get involved the, the, in some yes, of the line Crusaders? Yeah, so I was lucky. I, I'm kind of a little bite of the plus 27 and a half early in the week because I just figured there's no way Crusaders are going to go full strength after the Blues. Um, and as much as uh, Aaron Major said they were targeting it, I really think Moana are ta or were targeting this game and were, or want to make a statement. That being said, at the line of like, where it's sort of 10 and a half, 11 now, I become a Crusaders punter. Um, with, and Ruben Keane on the whistle, I think it's points. There could be points flowing. If the weather it looks like it's a bit drizzly. But yeah, I think, you know, the, the key is that, um, you know, the Crusaders have the two dynamos in, in Jordan and Macca Springer. And I think those two guys will kind of look to Joel tomorrow. And it could be a bit of a throw around, like a ding-dong points battle. Uh, yeah, the Crusaders haven't obviously impressed this one as much as they usually do. But then again, you know, they're still going to end near the top of the table. It's going to end up being a decent season. It's just against their own standards that we're judging them. And they impressed me just in their defense against the Blues last week, as bad as the Blues were at times. Yeah, shit. I think the, th the one key for Moana is that um, there's big talk of Levi and Moore going to the Crusaders next year. So I think for him, there's like a real extra bit of spice to impress and, and, and maybe sort of earn that contract. And I think um, the punt for me, if I'm honest, is maybe Moana points. I mean, it's sitting at like 25. That. It's sitting at 25 and a half. And I can see this just being points, points, points. You know, Crusaders may be playing away in the end, but yeah, I can see points absolutely flying. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you there on the um, minor points. There, I must have pretty much a line there. I, Let's move on to the next. I'm, 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 I'm making, I'm making, I'm, I'm making a mistake here because I just, I'm just calling it up because the last three times I've backed Crusaders away, it was Fijia. They lost uh, when they played Pacific. Last I was on the halftime. They were, I think they were losing that halftime. So I'm just so spooked on this change up away. But you're right, Pacific don't offer much to be honest. I, look, I, I think the Crusaders will win this. You know, I mean, the, there was a ridiculous price of 31 to 1 for Moana to win at the beginning of the week. It's odds for a reason. I really can't see them winning, but I think they'll be much more competitive than usual, or well, they have been. I hope. I mean, yeah, I agree. That's, I, 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 agree with, I agree with that sentiment. I think Pacifica will be competitive tomorrow. I agree with that sentiment. Mm. Mm. The, the next game, then we'll start with you, Mondo. I think I'm just going to say handicaps actually plus 10 and a half the Reds. Um, although Chris, you wrote the you write it a bit differently. You just write it next to the the team that they mine. Sorry, I, I just put it in. I just put it in quickly. So I just put in the one. Sorry. So what did I have got? No, there? no, no problem. You... So that's minus ten. It's all, uh, it's pl plus ten and a half. The Reds there um, against the Blues. Wonder yeah, any sorry, thoughts just, on that? So I just went down the right with whatever the, the guys were. Oh, so no, no problem. No problem. <laughs> now, uh, look, the Blues. The Blues are. They can be a good side. But as long as they keep picking Harry Plummer at 12, they're not going to do anything. That guy is poisoned for a back line, and he has been for years. And I don't know why he keeps getting back. I don't get it. You know, I get he's a big, strong guy or whatever. But, geez, he kills the momentum in the back line. And I just can't see the Blues really performing here. They probably win. I don't know. But I think the Reds really push them close. Uh, for me, again, it's, it's it's Reds points. Reds over 22 and a half. 
The way they were yeah. so good last week, they really impressed me. Look, I know Brandon's on his way out, but I dig. I love a hard one. guy doesn't take shit. Um, yeah, I really like what Brandon actually has done there and sort of made them a lot harder. But yeah, we should win. I got eight and a half at that. Yeah, I might take blues. If it's anything, turn and up, I think reds. Yeah, the Blues are missing Papa Ali to suspension, and I think that's a huge loss. But and Rico and Christy. That, you know, but I think Rico and Christy, they can, I don't know, I think the leadership of Papa Ali is really what, what they're going to miss. And if you look at like, the Chiefs last week, leadership is what cost them huge. Um, yeah, look, the Reds do have some crackers. Jordan way on the whistle. I think points here as well. I think Points could fly. Reds aren't going to stand back. Blues aren't definitely not. Their line is at 33 and a half. I think that's maybe, yeah, maybe a touch. I don't know. See, either it's going to be a touch high or it's going to blow it out the water. But, you know, I think the Reds are competitive in this game and they keep with it. I think that for me, the Reds uh, over 22 and a half is maybe my, maybe my shot for this one. Right, Chris, yourself on this game? Yeah, we've mentioned the players. Uh, I think the sun's out as well, so I think it's going to be a fair game. Fair yeah, cracking weather, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so points, yeah, 56 is too low. It's three points too short. 22, Reg will cover 22. So both medium punts on the over. Medium to high on the over 56, medium on Reds over 22. Yeah, I'll I like that. With you, Chris, yeah. for the next game, Highlanders up against the Rebels. Here we got the Rebels plus nine and a half and total points of 62.5. Yeah, so so initially, this is the initial gut thing that feels too high uh, for Rebels. I think the Rebels are in this game. I think Rebels can win this game. Um, so I think that the cap's too high. Um, but I have one of these sneaky feelings. Every two two games a season, the Highlanders arrive. And something tells me the Highlanders are arriving this week. I don't there know why. It's just my rugby cat. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... so um, so I feel the cap's high, but I like I think I think I like the Highlanders over 35 points here more more than the cap because the Rebels can meet them meet them at 37, 33, and then the cap's gone. So um well the cap wins, but I think I think I I think the Highlanders at home, Rebels defense is shaky. Uh, I think over 35 is a good bet. I think Highlanders can go close to 40. It's funny yeah. you say that because I've also got enough. It's one of those things you can't really justify other than to say it's a bit of a gut feel. But I've also got that same gut feel, Mondo, that the, Harry, sorry, the Islanders are going to come to the party this week and actually play pretty well because they haven't strung many good performances together this season. But I'm with Chris there. I actually think the over 35 and a half points Highlanders could be the play or perhaps even the minus nine and a half. I very, very much agree with that. Um, I think looking at the teams that have been picked, the... the um, the Highlanders have finally really busted Mitch Hunt, finally. And Freddie yeah. Burns, uh, I wasn't sure how he was going to go. He actually cooked last week. I was very impressed with his management. He's solid. I liked him. Jonah Narecki, excitement machine, exactly like Stephen says, he's back. Uh, something that swayed me a little bit off, you know, the group's been quite frothy over the Rebels lately. But something that's really put me off them this week is Reese Hodge at 10. And he is not a 10 at all. Um, Carter Gordon, geez, that kid can bowl. I rate him. 
But yeah, Reese Hodgett ten. I think he's going to make that bad one so stodgy. And any year, like all the excitement machines that they do have, you know, Monty Wani is a bloody excitement bugger, and he's not going to get any quality ball except chasing Reese Hodgett. Paul yeah. Williams on the ref on the whistle. Points, 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 points. <laughs> also, another thing for me, um, they got this. I think I, I I saw a guy in the center. I don't recognize, and that always scares me to death. The the, the defense patterns go off go off the boil in the second half when there's Bingo. a new new guy in the center. So I think the Highlanders get a, get a lot of space side wide. I think I think Nareki is going to have a field there against the Rebels. There's going to be a lot of wing tries. And he's the going on. He's the kind of player you love to watch. Yeah, I love him. I do enjoy him. Yeah. Right. We. God's the next game in Chiefs up against the Hurricanes, and we'll start with you, Yamondo. This handicap is shot out from minus six and a half Chiefs. You can now get plus 12 and a half of the Hurricanes and a total points of 55.5. I kept this game in between. I kept it minus nine and a half Chiefs. I wasn't surprised by the movement, although perhaps a little bit surprised it's gone out as big as 12.5. Um, yeah, look, the Chiefs have pretty much gone full strength, and I think. I know Henrik likes to talk a bit of shit about um, Damien McKenzie at 10, but I think with the steadying influence of uh, Leonard Brown next to him, I think he um, he really helps. He's going to help steady the ship and help that, you know, that slight headless chicken thing that Damien McKenzie can do. Um, look, once again, I sound like a stuck record, but shit, I, I can see points coming here too. I mean, I saw the, I saw the first half line sitting at over 26 and a half i've got a funny feeling the chiefs come out roaring here um you know blood quite a big early lead but this hurricanes team that are still hurricanes i think they've still got points in them um their line is sitting at 21 and a half <sighs> maybe i don't know i think if the chiefs this art would like a lot of people are expecting. I think the second half of games could run in, you know, a trial to. Um, I know there's the curse of, uh, you know, the big milestone game. Oddie Severe does, um, Oddie Julian does become the most capped hurricanes. No, something like that, like the most capped hurricane, the top trial, whatever. It's a big day for him. I think he's captaining. But I mean, this cheap side is quality. It's hard. They're quality, so it's it's tricky. Right. So the Chiefs. <laughs> the, the, the Chiefs definitely won. Chiefs definitely won. But I think the Canes put up a little bit of a fight today. Okay, Chris. <laughs> yeah, so for me, again, I don't know if you check the weather, Mondo, but I saw it raining all day in Hamilton on, on Saturday, which gives me gives me two ideas of what this game could play out. Because if it rains, the Chiefs are going to win the cover the cap because they have much better weight weather team. They've put the Blues away. And they're they're wild they've, got, they've got the skill set. Yeah, better. Yeah, exactly. So the Chiefs will, will steamroll them if, if, it's, if it's moist. Sweat and moist, which, which it could be. If it's dry, <laughs> I think if it's dry, I think the canes are going to get uh, the canes are going to be on the board as well. And I think they could keep the cap within the cap. So for me, weather is very important to how I see this game going. Um, the what, what bet has done really well for me. It went one three on the bounce until last game out when Chiefs won quite. Yeah, they ran the ran away with it in the end. And Hurricanes was one either team between seven because it was a one point two point and a six point Chiefs win, so they were close. So that bet was yeah. coming in nicely. I quite I, I was thinking of one that one this week, 
but the Chiefs are a different, different, different outfit this year. So if it rains, Chiefs to beat the cap. If it doesn't, Canes uh, uh, to keep it close, but the Chiefs win one, one to twelve as well. It's somewhere as well. Another, another higher value punt. If I like, if it's dry, Chiefs one to twelve or plus twelve, whatever you fancy. If you want a little bit more value on the one to twelve. I mean, the line is sitting currently. Sorry, Munda. So I just said the line in the Chiefs' hands is ridiculously low for a Super Rugby. It's 56 and a half, 55 and a half. And so I think that they're anticipating rain, like you say, but I don't know. Yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah, I, I also have seen that. No, go, Chris. No, so, yeah, so the, the, the McKenzie comment. I, I've been on the other side. I've been pump, pumping McKenzie's praises because. I'll have McKenzie at over 10 over Bracton any day of the week. If I was the coach, I'm picking yeah. the best fly in the team, and that's McKenzie. And that's McKenzie. Sorry, Gatlin. He's a much yeah. better fly than Gatlin. I've got, I've got old. What's his guy at the back? He's firing up. I don't need Gatlin on the field. I need McKenzie and that guy. So I, well, I think he does. Out for the season, eh? Oh, is, is he out? Okay, well, they, I didn't even I didn't even know that because he doesn't come into my frame of reference. I, I was happy with the back. Mm. Our Chiefs have been going with the back. They were unbeaten. Why Why nail McKenzie? They lost their first game. Of I season. agree. What? Why be Why I be agree. so hard on him? He's doing He's doing a good job. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I, I I I can see what Hendrick's saying. He does He does put and stand in the different positions at camp, put the team under pressure, but he's in the right. He's McKenzie in that team is where he needs to be. So my my. I humble a rugby opinion. <laughs> I don't have Perfect a problem with McKenzie at 10 for the Chiefs, but to me, he's not an international 10. And and, and so <laughs> for him, internationally, I think he's got to play at fullback. That, that's the way I see it. But he definitely does a job there for the Chiefs. I, he's got a strong back uh, in front of him. I, I would have no issue with McKenzie 10 and Jordan 15 if that was the, the picking with Mohanga and Barrett. Fireworks. Mohanga and Barrett. Fireworks. Yeah, but, you, but, but Mohanga's the 10, right? He's still the 10th the rest of the year, so... I can't see. It. Barrett's probably backing him up, but I, I see what you're saying. He's not going to run in a ten for the All Blacks, or maybe. But but the, you've got to think of the Chiefs, the McMillan. He's he's got what he's got in front of him. He's going to play McKenzie at ten. Like that's just how it's going to go. Hundred percent. Right. We'll get on to the next game, gents. It's the Waratahs. You've been in cracking form of late. They play in the Fijian Rua, who tend to be a bit hit and miss. Particularly, well, they're more miss on the road. Uh, lots of support for them last week against. The force that was one of those situations where I didn't back myself. I kept yeah, I backed him. I backed him. I was, yeah, I was the only nine on. I was the only nine on force, and anyone told me, but I was I was happy with that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well now they um, Waratahs are eleven and a half point favourites here, and the total points line of fifty eight point five. Chris, yeah, so. <laughs> so okay, we we all have our styles and our views, right, and our and our systems and. Okay, I admit, Drew have screwed me over at home. Respect to them. Teams go, they completely underestimate them and can't play in those conditions. And Drew are just another level. Yeah, so I think I think a whole lot of factors they play into Fiji's hands. But on, on the road, they are dog shit, sorry to say. They, they can't, they don't 100%. defend. And, and, um, and, and Force have, are quite good at home at the moment. They're scoring tries. Um, well, going back to last week, that's why I was very comfortable on the force cleaning up the, the cap and the points there. Tars you mean, home you against mean the Tars? Yeah. yeah well, well, last week, but but I'm reading, oh, it, yeah. I'm reading it pretty much. I'm reading, I'm reading it the same into this week. Same, similar matchup, similar environment. The Tars will cover. The Tars will get. I like Tars a lot. What's the points? I think they're also thirty. Well, I think yeah. it's also thirty-five. Uh, 
35 and a half for the Tars and 22 and a half for the Drua. All, 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 all day Tars over. Also nice weather. Good luck for Gia. They're going to score 50. Good luck. So Tars over 35, one of my bets of the weekend. Mm. Well, Mondo, bringing you in on this game. Now, I can tell you when I handicapped this game in the Good for the Game forum, uh, and there is a link down below for that, my Sunday night handicap, I went Tars minus 16 and a half in this game. Now, it opened, I think, around about six or eight, and it's kind of edged out now to 11 and a half. But I'm still on the 11 and a half. Yeah, I think the Waratahs are going to win this one comfortably. What's your view on this? Yeah, whenever I look at the, whenever I look at the log, I sort of can't understand that the Waratahs are at the bottom. You know, I think they're a decent side. They've got some decent players. I think Ben Donaldson, a good little flower, um, solid. Maybe not going to set the world on fire, but he's going to get it back on the way. He's going to do his job. Um, yeah, I can't see the Drew really keeping up with this Tars team away from home. I mean, my, my favorite player at the moment plays for the Drew at um, Tex. He kind of had a little red-headed hooker. And it's always like a, thing of a fellow ginger. And uh, I mean, it's, it's very rare, <laughs> ginger for Jim. But um, yeah, 35 and a half. I think you can even get like a 39 and a half for 2.3, 2.4. Yeah, I think I'll take it. I think Waratahs... I've got, got Tars scoring 45 game. points at least. Yeah, for, they're scoring over 40. I can't see them not breaking 40. I'll be I'll, I'll be shocked. I, if it, they, they don't, well, then, then that's about to hold my hand up. <laughs> I, th I think that's more the bet than the, than the handicap. Because you just never know the Drew run in two quick tries at the end and make it look closer than it was. <laughs> I think that's, that, that Tars points over... Is, is the, is the way, I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you now, Drew have done that. As you said, they've come in three games, three tries, last 10 minutes to screw me on the cap. So that's why the cap is too <laughs> low. But I'm not I'm not going through for GF two tries in the last five to screw me. Tars can seal this in 60 minutes and we can go home and walk the dog. I fully agree. And then Keith, not shy. No whistle. Oh, there's uh, Keith. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Fareed's coming from the Couch Critic handbook. He says red-headed hookers all over Cape Town. <laughs> 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 well, with, with, with Billy Irish coming next week and it's like complaining about cheap tickets, can you imagine how they're going to complain about cheap hookers? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be making a big influx into Cape Town. Western Force, Mondo against the Brumbies. This handicap has come in a, a, a lot. Um, I also kept this game around this region, actually. So I wasn't uh, too surprised by the movement here. And we've got a total points line of 56.5. Brumbies minus 6.5, Mondo. So the Brumbies have obviously been the, the flag bearers for Aussie rugby for a while. But they've made a lot of changes this week. Um, I quite like Noel Lucio at 10. He's been benched this week, and it's Jack Debrasini playing. Uh, I'm not going to describe Jack Debrasini as a dynamic flower. He's more of a, you know, bread and butter. He's going to kick territory. It's going to be that kind of sort of style of play. As much as this hurts me to say, I might be a force punter. I might, I might be back in the force in this one. Um, the, the, the line, I still, look, the Brumbies have the magic and in Corey Tool. That, that kid is quick. So I think the threat from anywhere to kill the cat might be not me, but force over 24 and a half looks like that might be where, where I would go. Brumbies is over 30 and a half. It's possible, but I don't know about that. <laughs> I think that's the, that's, that's the way to go. I just think force of coming into a little bit of form, 
Kibirigi's cooking on the try scoring. Tizana, jeezy tackles for days. Yeah. Matale <laughs> is dangerous. I, you see, Farid, I, I agree that Debrasini can control, but, you know, I think that's going to slow the Brumbies down quite a lot. I think it's going to revert to when Jake White was coach, where it's kind of sort of slow, rolling mall rugby. Yeah, I think force, force points. That's where, I, that's where, I'm, that's where I'm leaning. Force, sports have been good to me this season as well, Chris. Yeah, you yeah. So, so, yeah, I'm going to do something that I've never done in three years and break a record. I am going to back force back to back. Never been done in my life. Never thought I would Whoa. ever do it. <laughs> uh, so, so, no, and I'll tell you why. They, 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 the four minds have proven that they, they got 30 points in them in this game again. So, 24 is too low. It should be 27 for me at least. Um, Brambies are shipping 30 points at home. They don't, they're not the compact Brumbies defense anymore. Force have shown me enough that they'll this will be they'll be both getting close to 30 points in this game, I think. All right, so a high scoring game potentially coming up there. Gentlemen, let's move on now. We'll go into the curry cup and Chris will start with you. Um oh, my favorite. Humus, <laughs> and minus one and a half points. Province. That's it. Now, look, I'll be honest, Brent. I'm, I'm not, I'm shitting you not. I'll make a pick. I'll doubt myself. I'll go to the other pick. I'll doubt myself again. I'll go back to my original and then the other one will win. And that will happen four and out of six games out of a weekend. <laughs> I, I'm absolutely, I just cannot nail it down. It's just like, if I go, if I go high, it's low. If I go, cap the guy, guys keep it close. You know, Sharks want to play one week, then they, they, they're like the best team in the comp the next. Then the Lions don't, then they play C team, then they bring, I can't, I can't keep up with it. It's too much. I like my Super Rugby. I'm enjoying it in English Prem. <laughs> um, I, 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 I've been following it though, because there is the Curry Cup, but I think currently Province, they've had some good performances lately. I have no, I'm sorry, Brent, I have no view. Pro, I, I, maybe it's over. So what's the points line? Do we have a points line? I haven't got. I haven't seen. I so didn't the, look the, before the show. I haven't seen a points line. Mondo, you seen anything there? So the uh, points lines. Uh, it's fifty-eight total. Yeah, six, um, I, said, I said sixty. Yeah. Province twenty-eight and a half. Pumas twenty-seven and a half. And well, something to keep in mind is that well, they're playing in Athlone, eh? So then, so the, it's been moved from Cape Town Stadium for the pitch. They've not gone to Stellenbosch. They're going to Athlone. If I remember correctly, back in the day, they played some varsity cup matches in Athlone, um, and the pitch didn't didn't pull up or anything. They play soccer there. Santos. Yeah, I think I think Province. I think you go with Province playing well. It's a choice game. I think Pumas. They should have beaten the Sharks last week. I was disappointed that they didn't. They got unlucky right at the end. Um, they're not the Pumas that they were. I think. I think they're. You know, they're not the same size as they were last year. Uh, Province youngster Jean-Luc Duplessis, uh, captain at fly off him and Sasha, 10-12. Yeah, I like Province in this one. I mean, it's a it's choice. So, hmm. I, yeah, I like yeah, Province. Yeah, I didn't... Province have shown enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Province at Province at home. Yeah, I, I, what, what I've seen, Province at home, they've... When they when they when they click and they're playing good rugby and Pumas aren't the team like we said they are before, and the thing is the pitch has a bit of issue. If it was the Cape Town Stadium, I'd probably like it more, but uh, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Western Province. Yeah, I think I mean I saw this a Province very much with the Curry Cup full Curry Cup side as they have now, of course, 
uh, new five points, I think it was, to the Pumas away. I just think the province can can put it together at home. And I think maybe moving to the Athlone Stadium, they'll probably get quite a nice crowd there. I think it could work in their favour as well. If, Wonder, yeah, if this, if, this was, if this was a few weeks ago, it was a Pumas minus three cap. But where province have gone since then, they've edged themselves yeah. into favourites. Yeah. And yeah, Bookies actually agreed. opened up your Puma's favourite, but um, I must say, I actually capped this game. Um, I, caught, I actually I'm trying to think if uh, it's, uh, uh, I'll have a look now. I'm good for the game stuff, but I capped this game. The Western Province, I think, even bigger favourites. I think somewhere around four and a half or so. Yeah. I wonder, the the province, they, they just have the points. That's the, I would have would have been over 58 all day, every day, a few years. But province don't also sometimes don't have high scoring games at the moment as well. You know, it's just sort of, well, a lot of the games are consistent. One thing to keep in mind is Charlie's weenie is on the on the whistle. It's not a bad ref, but he's quite he's not he's not the he's not the fittest around. So <laughs> he, he's he's not shy to sort of call playback and things like that. That's why one can sell about overs. Um, otherwise, look, I can see points points all day, but Charlie's weenie gives me a little bit of pause. And um, Mondo, two things: um, we got the Sharks, Cheetahs minus four and a half. Do you have a points line for us? And which game is Amy 50. Barrett to Ron refing this weekend? Because yeah, Amy that's refing is definitely an unders. I, I, I literally had it. Amy Barrett to Ron is refing the Bulls Lions game, and okay. I literally wrote Chatty Cathy wow. working, and I, wrote, I would love points, but they won't come. And uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. uh, with, with, with Chatty Cathy on the whistle, look, she's a good ref, but she, she just likes to talk shit with the players the whole time. And it's, oh, guys, yeah, I need the, you to the, speed the, up. The, I need you to speed up. Like, yeah. sure. Yeah, and it never, you it never takes action. Sentence. Never takes action. Anyway, back to, yeah. back to Sharks, cheaters. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so the, so the, so the it's, it's five and a, Sharks are five and a half point favorites. 57 points is the total line. Uh, Sharks, 30 and a half is their points. Cheaters, 25 and a half. I am, um, yeah, I think the Sharks are starting to look quite decent. Uh, that uh, Joey Mongala is a pretty decent coach by the looks of it. Um, yeah, look, the Cheetahs, I, I don't really rate the team that they've picked so much. I, yeah, I, I, I don't like the fly-off that they've picked. I like that young guy that the Sharks have bought. I rate him. Um, Maurice Van Vesta is on the whistle. Yeah, I see the guys are saying points unders. Yeah, I would tell them only thing yeah, is with Marius on the whistle agree. points, unders is always a nervous thing with, with Marius. But I hear the guys <laughs> coming switch. in there and saying unders. I, I also like the unders, uh, particularly down, down in Durban. Yeah. I'm just a bit nervous of Marius. Yeah, yeah he's going to see an 80-minute sweat. <laughs> if, you, if you see a high-felt game, Marius on the whistle, then I'm then I'm comfortable with overs. But when it's not, it's Amy Barrett and, yeah, yeah different view, right? We were saying, mm. just a pity. She, she talks, she, takes, she adds 15, 20 seconds to each set piece. You, you're talking like five minutes. Easily. Easily, yeah. Like, I think she's talking for Tinder dance sometimes. We still haven't got on Amy's game yet, guys. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> she she, she means well, but she just needs, just needs to... Chris, your, yeah. your views on this game? <laughs> Sorry, Brenzi. Yeah, I think I, I've been impressed with what I've seen in the Sharks. Cheetahs are good as well, but I think the Sharkies are doing doing well. I lean on the Sharks minus four, but it's it's a very low pick lean. That's why it's a lean. Do you have any view on the uh, Griffins Griquas? Mondo? Um, so, uh, 
there's two players for the Griffins that have really caught my eye this season. It's um Dobella, that little flower, and Duncan Ball. Yeah, he's yeah, good. He's quick, he's exciting. Yeah, yeah. He's good. And there's that um uh Tabo Indimandi. He's a uh, six. Plays in the scrum yes, camp. He was like playing varsity cup last year. That guy's also wild. Um look I like the team the Griffins have picked. Griffins I was irritated as hell with Providence last week when they were 25 zip up and nearly bottled it. I think they should have put the, you know, stepped on the throat and gone for it. I think Griquas, yeah, I think the Griquas maybe put to the sword this week. The points is over 37 and a half for the Griquas. Uh, 11 point line. I think Griquas over 37. I reckon they, yeah, they they kill it. They go for the throat because they've yeah. been having a bit of a tough time. They take their opportunity and go for it. I think, you know, of the beginning of the beginning, besides Griff Griffin's beating the Bulls, they were, they were taking their kicks off the 40 minutes and 40 points down, and they weren't scoring points. But now they've, they've, they're scoring tries. They're scoring points, the Griffin. So they got some confidence. Yeah, so that's why I'm not – that's why I'm not – these type of games are tricky for me because, again, like, Griffin's can go up 25 points, and before you know it, they've won the game by eight. That the game's over mm. because Griffins have done a, done a done a drew. They like doing a drew in the Curry Cup, these guys at the moment. Well, scored by 23 whatever unanswered points against Province last week in 10 minutes or something. So they can do it. They can score. Week, the week before they were miles behind, and then they brought in the cap. People got busted from the cap because of that. Well, anyway, I kept this yeah, game as minus 18 and a half Griquas. I'm going to stick to my guns there and back the Griquas on the minus. Yeah, Mondo, that I takes agree. us on to the, the last game. The Golden Lions, of course, delivering the newsletter best bet last week at odds of around 14 to 10. If you aren't subscribed to our newsletter yet, pop down below uh, the, and you can uh, you can subscribe there and see what we fancy tomorrow. Um, we've got the Lions. <laughs> <that's laughs> against the Bulls. I don't know, Mondo, if you have a points line plus there. So the points line is 58 and a half. Uh, Lions at 27 and a half. Bulls at 13 and a half. Look, with Amy on the whistle, you just don't know. Um, it's a th- it's a three point game at this stage of the, the when I made my notes this afternoon. <sighs> ah shit! My whole problem is the ref. Um, <laughs> that's 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 what's putting me off because the bet that's that's looking me right in the eyes is clearly Jake White wants to win something this year, so he is going to throw everything he can at the Bulls doing something in the Curry Cup. It's the same with the Lions, to be fair. So. Points should come. Like, it should be a high-scoring cracker of a match. But, yeah, I, I'm just uncertain with, with Amy on the whistle. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think I've ever bet a Lions-Bulls unders in my life. I just can't do it on the high felt. I don't know. I don't think I've ever, like, gone out and gone unders on those games. It's just, but, uh, but, you, but with Amy, you're right. And the, just because my, my carry cup form, it's just, like, Red, red, red signs for me, but I know some guys. I know conductor's been doing well on carry cup and stuff. Just be following blindly, but like I, I <laughs> two carry cups ago, overs were hitting eighty percent of the time, and it was it was lovely, but it's not happening anymore. Put, put, put it this way: if yeah, Marius van Vesteisen was refing this game, I would have done an oracle and said, "Grandma's pension, mother's pension, go rob a bank, put your whole life on that overs." I'm just not. I, I'm. I think so, but I'm not confident. I actually like the Lions here, guys. I, I kept this game Lions minus four and a half, so quite a big difference here. Um, I was also with the Lions last week. And yes, I think the cool. Bulls are going to throw everything at it, like you say, Mondo, and the Lions. 
But I actually think the Lions might be in a slightly better place at the moment. I still think Bulls rugby is struggling a bit. Not, not a confident yeah. call uh, like it was last week. This won't be the best bet this week, but I'm liking the Lions. But certainly, yeah, if it wasn't Amy refing, I'd be all over the overs, but I, I'm going to probably tre- tread a little bit cautiously in, in that regard there. Um, Gents, <laughs> that brings us to the end of the Curry Cup. We'll obviously uh, wrap up the best bets, but before before we do that, we've got some European rugby to talk about. Let's start with tomorrow night, and we've got the... Um, Challenge Cup final. This takes place in Dublin. And yes. we've got Glasgow plus five and a half against Toulon. And the total points line here is 48 and a half. And Mondo, I'll give you first crack. Okay, so firstly, uh, it is a final, but Ben Barnes and the ref, so you think it's going to be positive. He's going to ref in a positive way, I think. Glasgow and Toulon have both cooked their way through the through the tournament. Um, Glasgow averaging five tries a game, Toulon averaging four. They've both gone pretty much full strength. Um, the one thing that makes me have pause for Glasgow, like I'm, I think Glasgow sh- should win it. I think them on the plus is the way to go. But the, the loose cure that they've picked is kind of old-fashioned. Um, it's three big ball-carrying eighth men. And I think... In a final, you need someone who's going to steal ball against someone like Toulon who's just going to hog the ball the whole game. Uh, and they've got Olivon who's not shy to steal as well, and Cornell Dupree. So I think I think Toulon will make it really, really tough on them at the breakdown. So I could see bigger, yeah, I could see bigger kicking, you know, four, five, six penalties here. Um, yeah, the the points. Glasgow's at 20 and a half, Toulon at 26 and a half. The weather in Dublin doesn't look bad. Maybe a slight bit of cloud, maybe it's like a drizzle, but like it is, it is what it is. Um, I think the Glasgow point might might be kind of appealing to me at 20 and a half. I think that's a bit low for them. Um, like, it's a final, but yeah, I think Glasgow plus five and a half is probably the right right call with a little bit going on over 20 and a half. I think Rui Palutu, I don't really rate the the Toulon centers that much. They've got cracking wings. That 19 is good. I don't think the centers are that great. And obviously Glasgow's biggest strength is their two centers. Diogo Miotti. Mm, yeah, Glasgow on the plus. Surely that's got to be, gotta be the way. Yeah, it's interesting. I see in the live chat, and both the guys on Twitter that I've seen like Glasgow. Actually, I'm with Farid on this one. I like Toulon. Yeah, I fancy them to get on top of Glasgow front and to gradually put them away over the 80 minutes. Chris, what do you think? Ground them down. Yeah, so you guys have covered all the points that I'm probably going to rattle off as well. Um, I was Toulon in the beginning of the week, but I've thoroughly enjoyed Glasgow over the years. They, yes, they lost to Munster. But this is probably their best side. And when their best side's out, they, they come, they're running with everyone, beating people. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think maybe that loss woke them up, gave them a week off. I think they're going to be, both teams are going to be super motivated. But you, you're right. They, for me, they are actually equally matched teams with different styles. So I think it's going to be, for me, it's going to be a humdinger. So I changed in from Toulon minus into, I became a plus, I became a Glasgow Panther as well. But... I think Toulon play the, the final style of rugby, and that's what will get them over the line. So if they win by four, they win by seven. That's the call. They're going to win. They're going to win between four and seven. I, Glasgow can win it, but I just think that physicality. If Toulon bring Toulon is a weird team, when they when they play well, they're really good. They beat anyone. 
Yeah. And yeah. I think I think they would they would overpower Glasgow in a final. But but I think Barnsley suits Glasgow if it opens up a bit. Uh, that's why. So I actually think it's an yeah. evenly matched team. But to, but evenly matched match. I'm like I can't, first first Challenge Cup final. I actually, I'm to watch. I haven't watched one in a while. I'm definitely tuning into this one because so yeah, I like both teams. Um, so I'm gonna call Kulon two long between four and seven. So the cap, six, I capped it at six. So I'm just having an eye on what side of it it's gonna go. So it's it's gonna be a bit. Well, at, at this, at this, at these lines, I would assume like either team by one to seven is probably even money, something like that. That might be a decent. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be around there. Yeah, might but, I mean, that might not be a. Mm, that might not be a bad shot, you know, if, if you think it's going to be such an arm wrestle of a match. Yeah, I think put it this way: it's it's good to see French taking this. Seriously, you know, usually they take anything that's not Heineken Cup and Pro 14, they don't care about, and they've taken this um this, this seriously and they've been sent out a strong team, which but is I, like, it's, it bodes well. Yeah, I would, I, I would, I also would have been, I think, I don't know what the weather is, but I would have been on unders for this with this match, but if something tells me that it's there's we're gonna there's gonna be some tries in this game anyway. I think mm. there will be points. They're gonna go. They're gonna go either side of the field. They're gonna have a little go at each other. Penalties are gonna flow. Some tries are gonna come and roll in. That's so yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lets it go and doesn't have a chance. Yeah. You know? And he's, he he's going to let that advantage run, 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 run. Yeah, he, he doesn't run the thicker ones and he lets the advantage go. He stops the he lets you, you know, advantage over, he calls advantage over a lot more than you hear other refs doing. He also uses common sense in terms of cards which i like about him so he's not going to pull some ridiculously rash yellow or red and, and ruin the game you know if, if something's great it's great but he's going to try and and, and de-escalate rather than push the boat out and ruin it so i think we're in for a crack out of the way well that takes us on to the big final of the weekend that takes place on saturday in dublin and chris i'm going to start with you on this one we got mark dunphy uh who thanks very much, <laughs> Sandy. This jersey, this is the Heineken Cup Leinster jersey. We've got so Leinster minus seven and a half here, uh, Chris. And uh, La Rochelle, of course, we sides have met twice, and La Rochelle have won on both occasions. In semi-finals, I think it was in 2021. Yeah. And then, of course, last yeah. year in the final, where it was played in Marseille, if I'm not mistaken, and, and they edged yeah. it. So this is really a game that Leinster, I suppose they've known about the final being in Dublin all season, and, and this was always going to be their focus. And it's and they, they lost. I mean, they took a gamble last week against Munster. They fielded a bit of a weak inside, and it's a gamble that didn't pay off. They are out. But if they can win this game, they'll say that it was worth it. But if they lose yeah. this game, you know, they, there's tremendous pressure on Leinster going into this. And for me, this is La Rochelle. Are I mean, they've got a monster pack, and that's always where you have to test the Irish teams. And I I do feel yeah. that Leinster improved yeah. from last year. But yeah, Chris, I'm interested to see your views on this one. I haven't been able to find a points line yet, guys, but I would guess it at about 45 and a half. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, so yeah, La Rochelle are the best team in Europe uh, coming into town than they have been the last three years because I don't know where Leinster's trophy is. But, uh, they haven't won it. So, this is their third final, right? But I'll tell you what, I, I'm, call, I'm calling Leinster. I think Leinster are going to win. And these are the reasons why it is, but they, they're going to have a B in the bonnet. 
they 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 I know the motivation is going to be totally there to they have to win this game yeah. by, by throwing away the URC by not winning it last they they have to win this game Leinster if they want to put any legacy or pride like it's a failure of the season yeah yeah so and I think you're right Leinster improved I think another season with the big South African side to put that physicality level up where they were lacking last year where Lorishal took them so I agree with you there Brent that will be there to help them out and obviously at home. So the motivation, the home, I think physicality, and I think you guys watch your rugby, to win, to go to three finals and produce three finals is also very difficult. They're capable, but that's a hard, you know, to go look, keep coming back and winning is, is hard to do. Um, so I just think for me, then still win the caps again, perfect seven, six, seven was where I was at. Um, but I, I'm comfortable. It's going to be a good game. I can't wait for it as well. It's a class, the last year's game was great. But I, I, I've got. I'm still going to do the business. I just think they're going to leave. It's just they, they, this is their This is their final to win. Well, we've got two guys in the live chat who are actually going to be at the game. Chris is going to be there, and Mark is going to be there. And I know he's not on the show because he normally plays tennis on a Thursday night. But I'm sure Dave Cooney will be at the, at the game as well. So, and uh, it's quite interesting that. Uh, yeah, we, we've got at least three guys who are going to be actually at the ground. Mondo, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, well, I think it was Farid there who, who made an interesting comment um, that Leinster is Ireland, Lowertel is not France. And I think he intended it as a as a bit of a dig. I think that is a, a plus in Lowertel's corner. Uh, look, it's their fourth final in five years. They clearly deserve to be there. They know how to win a final. And when you've got a pack of absolute monsters and Levani Bhatia, who's a freak of nature, um, look, I think they, they're going to roll into Dublin and they're going to um, give Leinster a bit of a surprise, I think. I think the Dublin factor is what makes me think Leinster might pip it. Uh, look, they're a good side. <laughs> I'm going to say something super controversial, but I do think Leinster are a bit overrated. Um, they are a very, very good side. They are brilliant. But, like, when I think of a club team that would crush anyone, I think of, like, the Crusaders from five, six, seven years ago. Um, I just don't see Leinster doing it. Like, I think they get away with a lot. I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid. I've got blinkers on, but I just, I don't know. There's something about them that just, I, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I said a few weeks ago, I, I, I do believe this. If Leinster, if if La Rochelle bring what they're good at, they will beat Leinster. But I just yeah. have a feeling that Leinster are going to be up for it. And I, some like this three finals, they won it. Sometimes it just doesn't go your way. And I think Leinster are going to get a few of the hometown calls, and that will be the they'll basically be the decider. And yeah, but La it's not a green on Leinster being overrated. I, We've been down the show road a few times with the with, with the guys, but I know Henrik is often they're overrated and they win by twenty. So I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah. if they blow if they do come to the I wouldn't be surprised because they just they they, they actually have to yes they clean up in URC and that but they they need to show they need to, for, even for the players the, the players need to they want to be part of this legacy and probably the best club side they've got to stop. Like the guy said, he wants to start in the jerseys of the URC. Then go get it now, bro. Go get it now. Come on. That's exactly it. I think, I think in terms of, like, these guys need it to cement their legacy. And that I think that's the difference in this is, I think, in terms of the teams, much of a muchness. Um, seasons, much of a muchness. I think it comes down to La Rochelle have done it. 
Leinster really, really need it. You know, this is going to salvage their season. I think that if, if they lose this, then the doubts creep in big time for Ireland in the World Cup. I think we're also missing the Sexton factor. I think if Sexton was definitely on the park, this is the game set up for him. I'm not saying they wouldn't know. Yeah. They're not going to, it might not be the, to the detriment, but I would be far more confident if Sexton was on the park for this game. Agreed. I, look, I, I see that they said that Lorishel doesn't have a plus 10. The 10 is the top point scorer in the, in the Heineken Cup so far that they've got. I can't think of his name now. He can score points. Dante is wild. I mean, the, yeah, the yeah, well, back, that's what well, that's Kervala, I mean, would you know, and Doran Agari, he, he's, he's, he's good. I, he's doing a lot of good behind the scenes there. He knows that they, they should have beaten they should have beaten Toulouse two three years ago. They came out the first half cold, ice cold. They put yeah. they put what's his face. He was playing Batiko with his. He, he shouldn't have been playing. He dropped three balls five years yeah. out. They, they, they could have been they could have won three in a row easily. Well, I'll, I'll bring this one to an end. But guys, by saying for me, Lens the confidence folio <laughs> on the minus seven and a half. I tell you, you had to the Rams, yeah. last year I was on La Rochelle like Farid. I just feel that Leinster have taken it to a new level in terms of, I don't think La Rochelle are going to be able to bully Leinster up front. And I actually think Leinster are going to get on top of this game. I'm expecting them to get on top early and to stay on top. Because once they are out in front, they're a difficult team. Look, it's going to be a cracking final. I mean, if there's one game you don't want to miss this weekend, it's definitely yeah. this one. But I'm, I'm going to stick my neck out and say Leinster, Leinster on the minus yeah. And then, Brandon, and then and you, know what? you need to get a new jersey and you need another star. <laughs> Listen, I know one thing. Mark Dumpy has learned his lesson about sending jerseys to South Africa. He won't make those mistakes. He sends you a box of gold stars. <laughs> but you guys, you guys, you know, Lara Shaw should have never won the quarter against Gloucester. I watched that second mm -hmm. half. They Dirty. were so lucky to get over that line. Um, yeah, so, uh, but I mean, I, I think if, but, but, but Gloucester showed a way how to beat La Rochelle there because then they just steamrolled Exeter back to the La Rochelle way. Chris, I think they're I'm more ready. Before we do the best bets and let you guys chat about uh, these games, it's uh, is just a yeah. French D2. I'll, I'll let you take yeah, us through it because I've got no contribution here at all. Yeah, <laughs> so actually. There's a few little form lines in Pro D that play out pretty often, and it's I, I never used to bet on it, but it's been going well. But it's, it's, and it's typical French as well, the home team. But the Pro D is far more competitive sometimes. Um, but you get solid home, you get solid form lines, home teams. You take a plus plus handicap on the on, on the on the on the higher team against the lower team away covers generally. One stage, no half was going after 15 points first half, so it was capped at 29. The bookies have caught up on that. But anyway, besides that, yeah. ONA, what's all, but, but what also what I've what I've also noticed in three seasons in the Pro D, it's quite competitive. The formats are, are good, but the top team they go through the semi, they go to the final, they 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 they, they do well. And Vaughn's Vaughn's Nevers Vaughn's probably shouldn't have beaten Nevers last week, so I don't think they should be in this game. So lucky through the way. Yeah, and and ONA at home, have, they score over thirty points. They're, they're points machines. They're top of the log. So I think Vaughn's played their game. I don't think they should be in this game. I think ONA win by fifteen or more. So I like minus eleven. Yeah, that's a good strong punt, medium strong punt there. And also the Grenoble by the, the semi minus four is too low. They they have they they they've got the monkey on the board. They 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 put start away every game. Most they beat them more than ten most of the time at home. I think that the cream they rises in these games. Yeah, and then yeah, they go to the final to pay the proper. So, 
So I think the two the two main two French teams yeah take care of business and, and these caps. So if anyone's interested mm. in playing the pro D on Saturday. No, there's a there's a bang on. I've got one little cheeky for in a couple of hours' time, if anyone's feeling really degenerate, is um DC, <laughs> old glory old glory DC are playing Toronto at one our time. And DC have, have beaten the overs in every single game in the last like six games. Uh, the line isn't very high. I would potentially tease it down, maybe into like multi if you're confident with like a something in the Moana game or something. But yeah, that should see plenty of points. Toronto Arrows versus DC Glory, all DC. That should see plenty. Over, overs total. Yeah, overs total. Overs total. <coughs> it's like sitting at fifty nine and a half or something like that. So, 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 Brent. I said Grenoble, just quickly to cover the other other match you wanted to cover. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I meant as well. Grenoble to take care of. I think that's even better because the mm. lower cap, I think Grenoble win by 10 at least. So I like that cap that's as well. That's a good bet. That's a good one. Yeah, Grenoble, I think, I, 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 Grenoble, Grenoble, the, high, the, the stronger one over ONA. But Vaughn's, I think ONA will win by 20, to be honest. But let's let's see how we go. Hmm. Well, all I can say is if you're betting on old glory tonight, you are indeed a degenerate gambler. <laughs> no, we're we not, are, are we not finished yet? Are we not finished yet? Are we, Mondo? We got, we oh, got there's some, proper we, degenerate stuff yeah. coming out. I'll tell you what, let's do the rugby best bets now because I think you guys want to talk about an NBA or something after this. Am I right? I've got a, I've got a, I've got one best bet for the NBA is back the Lakers to win. It's like two and a half to one. They're back in LA today. I back, back them to get the business done. Okay. And yeah, and then LeBron, LeBron, LeBron will fire. If you can get twenty six points, yeah. he's probably going to get get Brown. Le- Le- yeah, Lakers. Le- LeBron triple double at ten to one. Le- worth Le- it. Le- Lakers, Lakers on the Lakers on the plus. If you want to really take it home, I think there will be plus four, yeah. plus three. I think that should be should be strong. Six. If anyone is it yeah. six? Then Lakers <laughs> plus six. Hustle six. Yeah. That's it. That's the bit. That's the bit. All right. <laughs> That's DJ's. Best bets. Yeah, so uh, I, I love the Force team points. I love the Waratahs team points. And I love ONA minus four. Those are my three best bets. Okay. And yourself, Mondra? Yeah. Uh, the Tars points definitely were And for me, I thought the Tars over 34. That's. It's, as I hate to say this, but that's free money, or it should be. Um, yes, I've just jinxed this. Sorry. I think for me, a cheeky I, multi... No, but I, but sorry, quickie, quickie, Mondo, Mondo. Quickie, quickie. I actually totally yeah. forgot. Um, thick, uh, what's the centre of Parise? The Warriors, they, when they do the centres together. Per, Izzy Parise. He's... The one's out, and I do worry because I've watched a lot of times. Oh, shit. I don't like it when... Yeah, I don't like it when they don't. So I, I need to put the caveat there. But I I, I, li- I like more that Joe mm. can't tackle more than that guy's not there. So I'm still going to punt it. But I, I, so, I, so, I'm, so, I'm, what I'm nervous is, is it's going to be a, we're going to we might get to about the 76 minute before Tar score tried to get it home. But I'm hoping that that won't be the case. So I, I don't have that in my notes. Joe Walton. Joe Walton. Joe Walton. He's he's making his debut at number 12. And yeah, but that's what I'm worried about. 13. Yeah, I saw that. I thought the same thing. But I thought he's a youngster, played under twenties. He should be able to ball enough against the Drua, who uh, I don't think they're going to be that up for it. All they want to do 
is save up all the energy for the big home game against Moana Pacifica in two weeks' time. I, I just hate debut centers in, in big pro games. I just don't like the, yeah. they, they mess up the structures. I, I, I just, I've never, I've seen it before. It becomes, becomes harder to score sometimes. I just, I just hope they've got enough. I think they've got enough quality, good weather, good, good conditions. Draw, there'll be space. So I think if he just, if he can, if he can just catch and pass, we're good. So we're good. <laughs> he should be good. I think, uh, yeah, I think for me, say that center combinations lethal. Gives you a little bit of pause. I think for me, my best, my best punt. Uh, it's a multi. It's a double. It's Glasgow plus thirteen, La Rochelle plus thirteen, and it brings you out at basically evens. Because even if both of them lose, I, I think both of them. Yeah, I think both of them win. Literally, I've gone, I've gone anti you here, Brent. But yeah, I think yeah. Glasgow and Rochelle do win. But I think Glasgow plus thirteen, La Rochelle plus thirteen, at evens. I think that's a good thing for the weekend. I agree. I think that's. Mm. You're on, uh, I think you're on my close. side. Your, my, we on the we. Yeah. I I told you. I, I you know I do a double. I, I stamp that absolutely. I I think in the other podcast I did. I I, I guys go past fifteen as Larish also. Same. I call. I have those legs as well in my multi. So put those it's, together. I can't see it being a blast. I can't. It's finals. Yeah. I think that's a. I think that's a chilliki, as I like to say. Excellent. Well, I can hear you. One of those guys who bet on absolutely everything, Mondo. Oh, I love you. You've got to add a little spice. You've got to add some you're spice. Gonna be, you're going to be at Newlands on um, Saturday, eh? Yeah, look, I'm... Um, sorry, the Cape Town Stadium. I'm very, very lucky. Um, my dad's got a box at the stadium. Um, and so I haven't missed the games here. The, look, uh, Newlands was like a huge part of my childhood, my life growing up. But just Cape Town Stadium is... So nice and finals rugby there, a cup pitch, a great experience and a great vibe. And I think it's gonna be absolutely rocking next weekend for a province a Stormers win. It's gonna be rocking. Fifty seven thousand in nothing. three hours. Yeah, Love there, it. there was nothing better than a, there was nothing better than a full Newlands and Province or Rocking and Stormers. Same at the stadium every week. Yes, it, it was the hottest ticket in town. Was the ticket to the Stormers on a Saturday best, afternoon? The best union in the world. What can go wrong? The best city. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mondo, you better Mondo, you better not say where your dad's um, box is because I can tell you the good for the Game Boys like Henry will probably come knocking. Got to get a moat dug. I mean. I'm sure Oracle will want to ticket to your dad's box as well. Well, look, uh, I tell you, if I, if I can have a good weekend or two, I can maybe wangle some. <laughs> and Henrik just getting a quick one in ahead of next week, Munster to win. I'm actually quite aligned with you there, Henrik, but we'll talk about oh, it. Oh, no way. The only oh, red oh. jersey allowed is the Red Stormers jersey. I, was, I tweeted it to Henrik this afternoon. That's the only red jersey allowed is the Stormers away shirt. I don't want. I don't oh, yes, want to jinx them, but they're not winning. Mansa are not winning. <laughs> and Hendrik, Hendrik said he'll also be there. Cape Town Stadium sold out in three hours. They're very impressive. So we're going to have fifty-five thousand people there to watch that. That brings us to the I end of it. the show. And uh, great to have you guys on. First of all, Mondo, to yourself, excellent debut. Good to put a face. To Thank you, you very much. Put it that way. Uh, yeah. Good having you on. And um, I appreciate well, it. Uh, hopefully, it's a good weekend of punting. Although it sounds like it'll only be a good weekend for one of us potentially. With some of our well, <laughs> that's, part, that's part of the spice, Sam. Is, uh, that's always exactly. the best. I think when, whenever I watch the show and I'm like, when all three of the guests are just nodding along and I'm nodding along and I think, 
we can't all be right. I smell a rat. And so, yeah, lucky. <laughs> Well, Oracle won't get a word. Up to the box <laughs> well, you two guys, Oracle won't get a word in. <laughs> I, I'll say thanks that, Mama. Uh, this is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys. And thanks to all the guys in the live chat. Excellent show. As you Cheers, guys. Thank you. For the URC final on the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. Cheers, everyone. Good, boys. Thank you. <laughs>